Good morning, everybody. Today is our fourth day of practice, and it's a good day for deepening. Deepening in both the samatha and the vipassana, and I'll say more. So a couple of um, map things to help you with where you are on the map and what will help orient you as you come sit can be very useful um, to make a practice at the beginning of every sitting to remember your intention for this sitting period. And that means to know what is the task that you are agreeing to with yourself. If the meditative task is I'm agreeing to come back and develop the meditative anchor of the whole body breathing, then that is your agreement with yourself. And when you get distracted and in the training of undistractedness, when you see that you're distracted, you see that you're just trying to get comfortable, whatever it is, you're, oh yeah, I have this agreement with myself for this period, and you return. So whatever is your agreement with yourself, whole body breathing, breath in the belly, coming to, not the breath maybe, but the sensing of body in its weight, its heat, its spaciousness, its pulsing, its aliveness. Know what your agreement is as your meditation anchor. And the second thing at the beginning of the sitting is to, excuse me, (coughs) is to set up your body in a way that expresses your intention. Right? So because we could come in here with all kinds of moods and I just want to go back to my dreamscape at night or I'm just going to wait till the end, the bell has gone. But let your body express your intention. Usually this means being upright and gentle. It usually means Um, taking some time to feel your bum on the seat softening the hands a little space under the armpits room for your belly softening the eyes so whatever you feel like you want to be doing isn't what guides what guides is your intention because that's what you can rely on and then we put our body in that position and say, okay, for this 40 minutes, I will work with what comes up in as undistracted a way as is possible. I endeavor, out of compassion for myself and maybe the world if I see it that way, out of compassion for myself, I'll train this heart-mind, I will train this attention, because I know that an untrained, involuntary attention can go anywhere, and it doesn't lead onward. So out of love, we remember our intention and we line up our body and say yes, including to the mundane physical pain that might arise. I will practice undistractedness. And within that then, this undistractedness does not have to be tight. We will see where it may be tight and we learn how to soften and widen 
and see that samatha, that gathered, unified, firm, steadying, bright wholeness comes about through kindness, through the kind application of attention, of mindfulness, moment to moment to moment. So within this task for ourselves, we will see our extremes of getting too tight, of spacing out. And within those extremes, we have a lot of margin. We have a lot of territory where we can play. Ah, can I soften here? Ah, I need to steady here. I'm just all over the place. We get to see ourselves more clearly, and this is good news. Even as Anushka said last night, it can be humbling. <laughs> Our untrained attention is like a kind of, sometimes like a dog sniffing at the next interesting thing, yeah. or the next terrible thing, or the next bad smelling thing. So, out of kindness, we do this. Very briefly, I just want to give you a few stages that you might notice in this intention to deepen in your meditative anchor, (coughs) that which anchors attention. In the beginning, before we practice, we don't have any anchor for attention um, that's trained. We'll bond to things that are habitual, bond to thoughts, television programs. Then we come to practice, we or we want, we start to get interested in waking up. We have no attentional anchor, but we start to notice the suffering of this. Next stage we come to practice, we're given a task. So I have a plan for my attention. That's my task. And I have an agreement to come back to that anchor with myself. And I go off and I come back again and again and again, moment to moment. I barely have a flicker, but I know what I'm giving myself to. It's the beginning of refuge. Next stage, I maintain a reasonable focus with my object of attention. Reasonable. I'm pulled out, I come back. I'm pulled out, I come back. Next stage we might see is that we have some constancy with the sense of body breathing. For a few breaths, maybe, for longer. We have some constancy, we start to see attention gather and pool with the sense of the bum on the seat, the feet on the ground, the whole sense of my volume in space as I walk, as I sit. And there are distractions at the periphery. Sounds and sights arise that can pull my attention, but I recognize them. And I stay close to myself. The next stage might be, and it doesn't mean we have to be perfect in this attention, it might be for a few breaths, a few moments, that we have a sense 
of what is our object of attention, say my body. And we can know that, we can have that at the center, so to speak. And our attention can widen, like zoom out. A wide-angled lens that can take in the whole field. Like a, if you imagine like a bullseye. It's a bullseye at the center. And the concentric circles widen right round, taking more and more of the field, internally and externally. And within that, one is steady. And objects can arise. Thoughts arise. Emotions arise. Sounds arise. Somebody coughs. But we don't go anywhere. We don't have to bond to it to do something about it or get absorbed in it. And yet it is meant, it is recognized, it is seen as part of the nature of rising. And if we stay steady, those objects can also disappear without us disappearing with them. The thought in the mind can fade. It will arise. (coughs) The presence of the thought is not necessarily a distraction. It can be. But in this moment of meditation that I'm describing, you are here. Refuge in Dhamma, timeless, right here. Thoughts arise. You recognize them. They disappear. Fall back into the silence. And you're not compelled to resurrect them. You're not compelled to go, oh yeah, but I just have to figure that thing out. You see that thought too. Ah, that one. When we are steady with the emotion of it, that one too can fade. into the silence. So today, as things fade, someone coughs, the sound disappears, you don't have to make anything more of it. You know where the mind can go, oh gosh, coughing people, we shouldn't come to Guy House. I'm going to put a sign on the door, anyone who coughs more than three times, maybe they should think about not coming, and I'm going to write a note to the director, and maybe yeah, we should have coughing, special coughing rooms for the people who are coughing. <laughs> Right. Ah, you see that, but you're steady. You haven't got any, you see that arise, woof. But you're here. Your bum is on the sea, your breath is there, you see that fade. Do you dare to let it fade and drop back into the silence? Not because the thought is wrong, but because today we can contemplate thought as thought, not as who I am not as truth, not from the premise of I think, therefore I am confirmed in existing, I think, therefore I am, but thought as thought. This is radical and potentially liberating here and now. 
and pointing onward in the path. So today, as thoughts arise, you don't have to make a problem of them. Two things, if you get very distracted in them, of course, then we're at that stage where we say, not now, my love, I'm not going to think right now, I'm just coming back to my object, I'm just lost in you. Right? Excellent practice. Other times, you'll be steady, and the thought will arise. And you can see, oh, it's a thought. You can use a soft label in the mind, ah, this is thinking, this is thinking. You can feel sometimes the momentum of the emotion, yeah, but this thought, I have to really think, this is a really important thought. (coughs) Ah, right, you see that. No, 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 but some people's thoughts might be rubbish, but my thoughts are really important. Yeah, but I'm not going to think shopping because this is like something really meaningful and deep. Ah, thinking. So we can have insightful thoughts, we can have terrifying thoughts, we can have judgmental thoughts, we can have thoughts that seem to fill the space, we can have seemingly random thoughts, and our tendency is want to make meaning out of them, especially if they have an emotional quality with them of, but this is It's not to say that some things aren't important. They may be. But we as human beings will have a much better take on how to respond if we are able to extract ourselves from bonding, from our attention, involuntarily bonding, gluing, chewing, biting on those thoughts. So today is not the day to figure out the future. Today is a day that the conditions have been set. You have done the groundwork. This is very precious. You have done the groundwork that the vantage point that you may have on the mind may be different can have a radicality, meaning going to the root, not bound to going circles, but to dare to step out and see thinking is thinking. And I she used a lovely expression the other day of secretions of the mind, right? Like glands, glands secrete sweat, sweat glands secrete sweat, mind gland secretes thoughts. It's not belittling the mind, but it has assumed a very high godlike status in some of our <laughs> pantheons internally. Let it take its be a little humble. It belongs to the nature of things and certain thoughts arise due to certain conditions. They're not who we are, even if they feel really Do you dare today to practice? Ah, this is thinking. Breathing out. If there's emotion with it, softening and widening. Touching Dhamma. (coughs) 
me. Touching the earth for your refuge as this dark statue of the Buddha here behind on the altar is making this earth-touching gesture. Plug yourself in to a bigger circuit board than your frontal cortex, which is a small piece of paper. So technically, technique-wise, you can use a label, ah, this is thinking. Or you might recognize, ah, this is judgment. This is planning. This is regret. This is desperation. This is anger. Truly, for our welfare, deeply 
it is for the welfare of what we come into contact with. Even the mind that's looking for a thought so that you can now investigate. Oh, seeking. Seeking. Give it up.
knowing a thought as a thought. Today is a good day for deepening. You have put in a lot of groundwork. So making kind of certain agreements with yourself about continuing through a whole period of sitting, walking, sitting, walking, for example. And when that agreement comes from a place of your deep intention, and it's not just sort of pushing you or squeezing you, then um, this can be very helpful. It's like, okay, I'm going to make the agreement, I'm just going to practice right through to lunchtime. And then I don't have to negotiate with myself. And that can actually be a relief, and can help us deepen. So in the walking today, <coughs> um, knowing what your intention is as you set it up, what your primary anchor is. If we're um, feeling a bit lost or spaced out, making your anchor more discreet, like the pads of the feet. Something small, tangible that we can keep coming back to. Sometimes we're quite steady, we can widen the angle can have the sense of all the whole leg, maybe more of the body, maybe a sense of the whole back, front, side to side, this whole creature walking. And there's a sensing of that from the inside. The whole volume as you kind of displace space, so to speak. The whole volume of you moving forward. And thoughts will arise. And you see them as thoughts. Oh, thinking. Thinking. Some thoughts will be more pressing. Yeah, but this one, this is I've got to. Okay. Can I sense the emotion underneath it? Can I acknowledge the anxiety or the blame or the bitterness or the sorrow or the anxiety or the desperation or the 
in loveness or the lust of that. Can I acknowledge that? Can I come back to my uh, object? Other times, you can just let them fade and you remain moment by moment by moment. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.